Let me tell you something, Jim Ross, and you simple-minded people. I had a dream last night. Oh, yes, and it was a beautiful dream. I dreamed that I was on the front porch of the Double Cross Ranch, and my father, who's long since gone, was there in a swing, swinging with me. And up drove a long black limousine. And the left front fender was dinted in. And the door opened and out stepped a beautiful lady. And my daddy said, woman, what happened to your left front fender? And she says, I ran over some kind of an animal on the road. I don't know what it was. My daddy said, well, what did it look like? And she says, well, it had great big ears and it had nostrils, big, huge nostrils, about five inches apart. And it had horse teeth and it smelled real bad. And my daddy said, my world, girl, you must have ran over a jackass. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a snippet of the Terry Funk Beautiful Dream promo. Uh, It is a very, very sad time in the wrestling world because we are paying tribute to a legend, a literal legend in every sense of the word, goat, etc. Man, Brandon, Brandon Tanguma is here with me today as we pay tribute to the Dirty Funker, the legendary Terry Funk. Brandon, how you doing today, man? Well, Philip, I'm doing uh, just as good as I can be. Uh, I got a you know, big weekend ahead in wrestling, but unfortunately, you know, it started off on a sad note with, as you said, the passing of the legendary Terry Funk. Kind of knew he was in bad health, but you always kind of thought he was going to kick out of two. He's going to get better. But I mean, you said it. He's, you know, a legendary figure. And, you know, we throw like goats and cliches of like, there's never going to be another one. But like, truly, there won't be another Terry Funk. He had such a legendary interesting career i mean going back to the 70s being in texas being you know in the territories then going into the 80s wrestling not only he was a opponent of hulk hogan and rick flair a legend in japan with his brother uh dory and then a hardcore legend in japan then he goes over to ecw you know ecw might not be probably won't be what it was if it wasn't for terry funk then obviously you know goes back to the wwf does the whole chainsaw charlie thing and the memes of never retiring and Terry Funk, just absolute legend. And it sucks. But on days like today or yesterday, you know, you can remember and watch some of his legendary stuff. And there's a lot of it. Absolutely. I mean, he won the world title uh, in the NWA World Championship in 1975, retired 42 years later in 2017 officially. I mean, I mean, Unbelievable career, like you said with ECW. The only person to hold the ECW title in both stages of ECW. He defeated Jimmy Snooker when it was still Eastern Championship Wrestling. And then, you know, I just watched the triple threat he was in where he won the ECW title when ECW was really ECW back in 97. I mean, they had the, um, you know, his uh, retirement uh, match with uh, Bret Hart in 97 when Bret was the WWF champion at the time. Uh, I mean, Terry Funk was a huge part of the Beyond the Mat film that we all have seen. And, I mean, look, we live in a culture now where deathmatch wrestling is a thing. It is it is probably as hot as it's ever been. That doesn't happen without Terry Funk. That doesn't happen without him and Onita and the exploding barbed wire match in Japan in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? And the stuff he was doing with, with Mick Foley in 95. And the barbed wire match that he had with Sabu, that famed match where Sabu splits his bicep open and he wraps it up to keep going. That matches with Terry Funk. Um, I mean, just... And I think that just kind of goes to show how evolutionary Terry Funk was. He always, you know, he wasn't stuck in his ways. He was always able to adapt and do what he needed to do to be successful, get by. And, you know, you, as I said, you see that from the 70s being the territory guy, going into the 80s being, you know, even though... he he was facing Hulk Hogan on that Saturday night's main event when he could have been just, you know, a cartoony cowboy type, but he was still kind of Terry Funk. And then obviously, you know, later eighties, Ric Flair, WCW, NWA stuff, 89. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously the deathmatch stuff is kind of what he's known for. I think mostly now in like this kind of realm of wrestling fandom, but I mean, just all the different forms of Terry Funk. And I think he's just one of the, he's like the, 
quintessential reason why I like wrestling. Just he makes it seem so real. He can talk a great game when he wrestled. He wrestles. It just he was the complete package and a great person to boot. He was a great family man. He loved his his daughters, his wife. And I mean, you know, there's so many crazy stories of Terry Funk in the ring, but I haven't heard a bad story about him outside the ring. Absolutely not. You, you never will. The tributes have uh, poured in. I wrote something up. Uh, I I, ho- I hope I did him justice with my words. Um, I, I wrote a career that spanned five decades that enthralled fans all across the globe, a true mastermind of the art form. All the different companies he worked for and runs he had is a body of work that has been and will continue to be studied for all eternity. Thank you, Funker. R.I.P. Terry Funk. I, I hope I did him justice with that. I mean, you know, just look at the career longevity and, I've said this for a long time that Chris Jericho is the present day Terry Funk, all the different companies, all the different characters, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, another classic of his, the empty arena match, the empty arena match with, with Jerry Lawler. It, 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 you know, it worked so well. It spanned an empty arena match with, with uh, the rock and mankind years later, you know, just uh, in the chainsaw, Charlie stuff. And then, you know, Terry Funk's, Going as hard as he did in 06 at ECW one night stand. Like, like just just why I, mean, I forget I think like maybe the last WWE appearance he made, he gave Dean Ambrose a chainsaw ahead of his WrestleMania match with Brock Lesnar. Yes, just like, yes. The man was everywhere. He was. He he was. The impact will always be felt. I mean WWE Hall of Fame, WCW Hall of Fame. He's a hardcore in the hardcore hall of fame, NWA Hall of Fame. I mean, just the accolades that this man has are unprecedented i mean let's 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 look at it all japan pro wrestling uh he was he won the tag team uh tag team league tournament 77 79 82 with his brother dory uh cauliflower alley you know he was awarded in 05 championship wrestling from florida and he was a florida heavyweight champion he was a florida tag champ television champ north american tag team champ southern heavyweight champ ECW champ uh, twice, television champ once, uh, and of course you know the uh, the big one, the NWA championship that he won back in '75. Pro uh, Wrestling Illustrated said he had the feud of the year in '89 with Ric Flair. He was the most inspirational wrestler in '97. Um, it was a wrestler of the year in '76. I mean, just a, a fantastic competitor. And uh, all throughout this episode, we're going to sprinkle in a little bit of Terry Funk. We're going to sprinkle in uh, some some promos, man. Uh, Brandon, do you have a favorite Terry Funk promo or match or moment? I mean, the, you know, back in the day, when we used to do the, the, the match pick and promo picks. You know, I did like to do some Terry Funk ones, but, you know, the empty arena match, you know, the promo, I think that one and also kind of the promo that he does leading up to that. You know, with him and Jerry Lawler and, you know, talk about Memphis and everything. I just think that that was like a prime Terry Funk, just, you know, talking his ish and, you know, back being just a crazed lunatic. And so I would probably say like that Memphis stuff is just kind of that stands out to me personally. I haven't been able to to, uh, go back and kind of look at some stuff recently, but uh, that kind of is the one that stands out to me right now. And I would say the the deathmatch stuff i mean his famed match with onita the exploding barbed wire deathmatch which you know moxley and uh eddie kingston tried to replicate but unfortunately didn't happen in aew and so i would probably say those you know the memphis stuff and then the fmw stuff absolutely i mean obviously like the uh the the barbed wire match with uh sabu sticks out you know like i just said the bret hart uh match for the retirement show um just so so much stuff, man. Uh, forever when he's th- that promo where he's just bleeding and he's just yelling forever and ever. And shout out, baby Huey's brother Tommy, man. I mean, Tommy does a great Terry Funk. I'm sure this is hitting him hard. I haven't had a chance to talk to him, but Tommy does a great Terry Punk, uh, Terry Funk impersonation. Uh, doing the forever promo, and I love it. I love it every time I hear it. Um, but yeah, man, Terry Funk uh, passed away at 79 years old. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable performer. There would never, literally, never be another. Uh, let's all let's all celebrate Terry Funk. And I, I had to look back to make sure this was right. I wanted to get this on the show when I interviewed Titus Alexander a couple of years ago. I asked him what his favorite finisher was, and he said the spinning toe hold. 
of Terry Funk. Now, Titus was, what, 21 at the time? Think about that. Funk, his heyday was decades before, you know, Titus was alive and doing this. And, you know, for him to have an impact like that on somebody like Titus, who's at the top of his game now, it just speaks volumes. It really does. So shout out to the Dirty Funker, man. You will forever be missed. And I said, what did it smell like? She said, it smelled like hairspray and cheap cologne. I said, woman, you didn't run over any jackass. You ran over Ric Flair. Is he dead? She says, no, but the last time I saw him, he was running scared. Well, let me tell you something, Ric Flair. You look at me in the eye because I am looking at you. You realize that you must live not in the future because there is none. You must live in the past. Give up that belt or I'll stick your neck out one more time for me. Stick it out for me, Flair, you gutless individual. I'm talking to you. That's enough. Stick it out. Stick it out. We're not going to listen anymore to this. Fans, we'll be back with the Steiners in just a moment. Let's get into SmackDown. Uh, Edge has apparently had his last match, well, at least in Toronto. We don't know what the deal is yet. Uh, it was Edge's 25th anniversary celebration. They made a big deal about it. Uh, Russell Sheamus, hell of a match. You know, uh, Beth Phoenix and Edge's daughters were front row for it. They kept cutting to them, so you could really get the adrenaline and feel the uh, feel the emotion. Um, Edge and Sheamus, they tore it up. What do you think of the match? Really good match. Um, you know, no blood. I mean, there was, you know, a little bit of bloodline stuff, but this show was pretty much just all about edge in Toronto, in Canada, who knows what his future is going to be like. And, you know, talked about it last week, kind of a weird setup with him and Seamus, but yeah, you know, the match itself, as you'd expect, it was really good, you know, hard hitting, um, dramatic. And, you know, just the, as you said, the emotion of all of it, edge, you know, they, they said 25th anniversary of edge and, you know, there was a, a gap in between those years, but he uh, he's had a good career for now. We don't know what's going on. You know, a lot of rumors and innuendo about contracts and maybe jumping ship. And he posted a video on Twitter today saying, you know, don't believe what you see. I got a contract in the in the inbox right now, but I just don't know what I'm what I want to do with my life. Thank you. Don't believe the sheets. Don't believe them. This is what I've been saying. But everybody wants to just believe him anyway. If it doesn't come from the person's mouth, we're not going to believe it. Until he turns up in Wembley on set on That's, Sunday. Nah, nah, we don't need to do. We don't. We, what would his name be? What would he walk out to? Like, no, no. I was hoping. I was hoping he comes out to the Rob Zombie song. You know, I know everyone loves his current theme, but you know the Rob Zombie one. What uh, would his one. name be? But like, what? No, no, It'd don't. Be, um, don't no! Don't even try to be funny. No, that I'm just trying to think of like what's a weird way to spell edge without it spelling edge. No, don't don't even do that. It it it, it just wouldn't work. What was no. his indie name? Was it Colin Sexton? Something Sexton? Sexton Hardcastle? No. But there you go. No. If this was it, how do you top it? You know what I'm saying? But there's still more for Edge to do. There's still more stories to be told. I'm a proponent of him feuding with Cody when Cody's done with his Judgment Day stuff. I heard Sam Roberts talk about it, and it makes sense. You know, Cody comes back, talks about finishing his story. Edge had a story to finish, too. He had to retire as world champion. You know, he didn't go out the way he wanted to. That, that, that That's a money feud right there. Hell, can we get one more Edge-John Cena match? There are still things to do here. You know, just as long as we don't get heel Judgment Day Edge, but that can just heal Judgment Day away. Edge was those are some of the best promos we've had in recent memory. Mountain of Omnipotence? Are you kidding me? Come on, using that higher IQ to talk down to the peasants. Love it, love it. You know what? We've we've you know we've gotten we got Brood Edge, we've gotten that, we've got you know like twenty ten. Rated R Superstar Edge, you know, the, you know, the guy that came back and won the Rumble and all that stuff. The ultimate opportunist, the, the, the master manipulator, we haven't really gotten a tribute to that edge. I think I think we need that. How about just like silent 
sitting in the subway. No, 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 Sable's tag partner edge. We don't need we don't need that. We need we need that edge. The the master manipulator, the ultimate opportunist, the guy that lost the WWE title in one elimination chamber and then walked into another one later that night and became the world heavyweight champion. We need that edge. I need to see we need to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. He doesn't know what's he doesn't know what we're gonna see next. We, he doesn't. But he know. does know forever to go watch Percy Jackson or whatever show he's doing. Maybe. Yes, yes, yes. Go, go watch that. Um, Austin Theory defeats L.A. Knight. Yeah, yeah. Because of interference of the Miz, uh, L.A. Knight laughed it off. Austin Theory gets a rematch for the United States title. Theory actually getting a win on television. Good for him. As you said, you know, Miz gets involved, so and L.A. Knight just kind of shrugged it off. So it did. I mean. It didn't really mean much, and I think that just kind of shows, and I don't know what that means for theory of just, like, they giving him this non-meaningful win if they have any plans for him, like, at all, because I would presume he's not winning next week. And Do you think they're slow playing, like, the uh, El Fantasma feud with uh, Ray, or is it going to be, you know, just like that? They snap, he snaps, and they, he turns on Ray and, you know, he's jealous of him because he took a spot or how long do you I, think they play this out? I, I'm not sure. Uh, what's what's after payback? Let's see. We're in September now. So then that means we need to go to October. Usually that'd be hell in a cell, but they're not doing that anymore. Yeah, no, it's fast lane. Fast lane. Fast lane. Yeah, I say we do it in fast lane. Why not? I say we do it there. I say we do it there. Ray comes out in some spooky Halloween type getup. No, no. Maybe he fits. He can fit into the Halloween Havoc '97 uh, stuff. I don't think he can fit into that. He's a little, little thicker boy. I mean, he can just get it altered, or you know, just get a get a get a new updated version. No, nah, you know, Aaliyah gave him that for his whatever it was thirtieth, twentieth anniversary thing. So you know, and he's never seen it before. He lost it. Remember? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, these guys. I mean, a lot of these guys don't you know be having all their stuff. We we know this. We've seen Hidden Treasure. Even though I did watch Hidden Treasure, they did they had a Ray and Eddie one, and Ray pretty much had like all of his stuff. Now was it organized and he knew everything was? No, but he had a lot of stuff. Mm, I see. I see. Uh, Bring back Top Dollar to host that show. He was he was good. Shout out Top Dollar, my homie. Shout shout out AJ, my dog. Yeah. Uh, Street Profits get a big win over the OC. Uh, people are saying uh, Angelo Dawkins needs to change the gear. Is that true? Does he just need to wear the pants, the long tights, like uh, like Montez? Maybe. I mean, with the new look, I don't know if the basketball shorts and you know all that getup really fits his more adult, more serious tone they're going for. But it's relatively quick. You know, who knows wh- how long this idea has been in the works, and you know, trying to get a fitting or trying to make some sort of attire can can be difficult. It it can be difficult. You are right. You are right. Um yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see what's going on. All right. Outside of the ring, apparently WrestleMania 40 has sold 90,000 tickets. Apparently now this is the highest grossing WrestleMania of all time. And it hasn't even happened yet. They've shattered the 39 record they had uh in Los Angeles earlier this year. Shout out WrestleMania in Philly. You know we you've seen like Gunther uh uh, who else? Grayson Waller, Cody Rhodes. You know they they've all appeared in Philly at the stadium, so uh, it's uh, this is going to be something special, man. I I can't wait. Brandon, I mean it's a big number. It shows we, we, how what we have. I think we need to be there. It's, it's going to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Maybe I mean you know maybe we go to Philadelphia and this time we actually go into the arena or we go actually go in the stadium this time. Yeah. Yes. 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 I mean, you know, didn't get to go, but I mean, you know, became a, you know, we we, we all know what happened. Mm-hmm. Hello, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, it's a it's a big deal for WrestleMania. You know, WWE continues to to grow financially. Could go on a tirade about inflation and how about WWE is just raising the prices and that's why it's so expensive. I mean, how is a Dude. WrestleMania in Philly in an older stadium grossing more than by you know a day of ticket sales? Yeah. Dude, I heard I heard somebody paid like twenty three thousand dollars for a ticket to to Wembley. 
So I, I like I things are going on. Things are going on here. Things are crazy. Oh, because yes. I mean, I mean, I went to WrestleMania. Was that 2015? WrestleMania 31. I forget exactly how much. I relatively close. I paid like maybe five, six hundred dollars a ticket, and I don't even know where. I'd probably be like in the second level, or maybe even the nosebleeds if I bought that same price ticket at a WrestleMania this year. That is a possibility. But shout out WrestleMania doing big numbers. The biggest show does the biggest numbers. You heard me? You heard me, Con? I said it. All right. Uh, John Cena will be returning this Friday. Or is it next Friday? It's next Friday, right? The first. The first. Yes, 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 yes. On September 1st. That's a Big Toko's birthday shout out. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, they said he's going to be at the Superstar Spectacle, the India show. But I wonder what uh, Cena's going to talk about. I wonder what he's going to face. We shall wait and see. OVW, uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling. We all know this, right? We all we all know the OVW, right? You know, where a lot of the big stars. I've, I've I've heard of it. I mean, I heard of them like twenty years ago for the most part. But yeah, no, they're still, still they're still going. I've seen a little some stuff. They do have a good product. Or they're kind of like they're kind of like reality of wrestling. Anyway, um, Al Snow runs it. They are going to be on Netflix. They have a little show going on. It's going to happen uh on the thirteenth of September. I'm interested to see what's going on with that. It has been clowned a little bit on Twitter, you know, the past this past week when the trailer dropped, um, you know, people kind of question of how big OVW really is, you know, outside of that early 2000s class with, you know, Batista, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Sean Benjamin and all those guys, you know, they, as you said, you know, they've had some good shows and some good talent come through there. You know, they were part of TNA Impact, you know, later on after WWE, but um, the, the the one thing that did pop me was like, I forget exactly what the the line was, but it was like, you know, one of the biggest, most influential stars in wrestling history, Al Snow. I mean, love Al Snow to death, but are you well, I a mean, little hyper, a little hyper. What does everybody like, want? What does everybody need? Come on, man. Still doing it. We're still doing it till this day. We're still I doing mean, every, it. Everybody, everybody wants head. Everybody needs head. I was gonna say money. I wasn't. Oh, sorry. What are we talking about? Uh, uh, Kurt Angle has a documentary uh, airing on Peacock uh, September second, so that's gonna be interesting. We'll watch that. We'll we'll recap that. Love these love these docs, man. Lo- love a good doc. I'm I'm a doc guy. Doc and biopics. Love them. More more uh, intrigued by the Angle documentary. Obviously, you know WWE Peacock. It's gonna have its own little spin on things. Who knows how much? I would. Think they're not. I mean, they're probably going to like acknowledge impact. They're probably not going to go too deep into it. They're probably just I mean, going to focus more on like you, the drug stuff of you, that time. You have to. He's he's wrestled there long, longer than WWE. Of course, they're going to talk about it. I mean, you know, just like they talked about AEW Dude, with I Cody mean, bro, Rhodes, my guy. Like they're mentioning stardom on commentary now. Like it, they're going to talk about it. Like it, this isn't ten years ago in WWE, or you just don't acknowledge it ever. I mean, what, what what was the first time another company was acknowledged? Like, and I need to see all the Perk Angle compilation videos on this Angle documentary. They're not gonna. I need all the Perk Angle videos. They're they're not gonna do that. Kurt Angle will be at Lodi Con on September twentieth. You know, go meet the Olympic gold medalist. We we might be there. You you never know. You never know. Um, Cash Wheeler aggravated assault. So this broke after you know we recorded. Um, yeah. I mean, just a, a crazy story that just kind of came out of nowhere. And it was, you know, aggravated assault with the with the firearm. Um, seemed like some sort of road rage incident. I don't know, like the complete details of it, but obviously he's going to be wrestling in Wembley uh, this weekend. So, you know, get to the predictions and see how we think this affects that. But uh, not a good look. You know, I don't I forget exactly what state he is. It North South Carolina or Florida. You know, I, I think he, he lives in the South, I think. So, you know, something like that, no priors. It shouldn't affect him too much in terms of, you know, jail time. or He's not Jeff Hardy. We'll just say that. So I think he'll be fine. Hey, 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 hey. Just hey. in terms of, you know, Jeff Hardy has had his past. So he, he was doing all right until he left WWE. I'll say that. I'm, I'll say it. I'll say it here. He was doing cool until he left. Yeah. 
I don't Tony think Khan's out here I don't, breeding. I don't think they have a drug and wellness policy over 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 on TNT and TBS, brother. And that's why all those wrestlers are going to WCW back in the day. Just Vince was looking out for everybody. You know, they, they you talk about how he what a great guy Vince McMahon is. is. Yeah, like, great guy. Come on, man. He was looking out for everybody. Man, Seth Rollins has two fractures in his lumbar spine. He's been dealing with it since 2019, four years ago. And he's been performing at an incredible level. You tape it up and go. So has this been confirmed? Yes, he said it. Just, he, he said, said it. On, it. He, he said it on Raw, so it's real. He well, he said it in uh, the Logan Paul interview. Like this, this isn't new information. Like, why are we talking about it? Well, we're talking about it because you know now it's a part of the storyline. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. I mean, I'm, we mentioned it when we talked about the Logan Paul gimmick. You know, Alex lived in the present. I can't remember anything. And too many concussions. But I mean, shout out Seth Rollins. I mean, continue, continuing to work through that. Uh, I don't know what the surgery or like what, like if he were to get it fixed, how long the recovery, if there is a possible recovery from that. So, um, you know, we, we've seen that maybe Seth is kind of slowed or changed up his style a little bit, probably for the better. Because if you look at those early Seth Rollins slash Tyler Black matches, I mean, just crazy if you look I mean, at those 2012 2013 shield matches or when seth was wrestling daniel bryan on raw for like two or three segments fantastic stuff fantastic inside the ring nxt heat wave happened wesley and carmelo hayes god damn they tore it up man they tore it up Braun breaker almost killed von wagner with spear apparently um uh Braun thinks he has the best spear in the business. That's, I mean, it's impactful, sure. But, uh, well, Wesley and Carmelo Hayes, you see this? What do you think, man? Really good match. You know, two of the top workers, two of the top wrestlers in NXT. So, no I'm, surprise. Before you continue, I will say this first ever main event between two black men for the NXT championship. There you go. Progress. My but, uh, I mean, as I said, you know, really good match. Uh, NXT kind of reliant on the uh, main roster people with, you know, Dom and Rhea coming in or Rey Mysterio. But they they are very kind of top loaded where they have a lot of good like top tier talent. They can't really fill out, you know, that middle lower card with the same talent they had back in the black and gold era. But when they push come to shove and they can put together two of those people to have a type of match they had on Tuesday, it can deliver. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You see anything else from Heat Wave? I have, you know, Rhea Ripley had a match. I, I know Dana Brooke is doing some things. She's like turning heel, so it's about damn time. Good for her. I mean, she hasn't been healed since what, 20 or when she was with Charlotte Flair? What was it, 2016? Yeah. Titus Worldwide, that was the thing. I don't know why that stopped. Well, they, they were they were doing some things. They were some they were doing things that I liked. And uh, I know I know the internet did like uh, Dana Brooke and her Titus Worldwide attire. Yes, very, yes, very yes. smart woman. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, of course. Yep. What was this press respectfully? Woman? Of course. Oh, also because of Twitter, I did see that Ava Rain had her first like real singles match on NXT. Yes, yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Mm. With all due respect. Yeah. Understand me out there. I'm a legend. And I'm always going to be remembered as a legend. And as long as Jerry Lawler is around and has a silly victory over me, I'll never quit. I'll die in that ring before I quit. I want a rematch with that. Bob Barker looking fool. Have you seen how his eyes are drawn back and his lips are pushed and stopped like an asshole? He looks like Bob Barker on a bottle of Insure, pumped up and fat on Insure. Now get the hell out of my way. Um, yes, 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 yes. 
All right, let's go to the fan mail. We have fan mail this week. We, we have quite a bit. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. All right. Uh, oh, no, this is from... That's when that guy fantasy booked the shield coming back together. Uh, Nigerian Prince. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Oh, you feel Fatu for real. How was it meeting the fam, bro? Acknowledge him. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I met Solo and Jey Uso. Shout out. Notice they weren't in the same Surpri- picture. Surprised he wasn't in that uh, family reunion photo with uh, Trinity. Notice they weren't in the same picture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was cool, man. It was brief, you know. Uh, it happened. I, I I don't know. I don't know what people want me to say. You know, I I I don't know what people want me to say to, about it. You know, what what was your reaction when you when you saw that? I mean, I had you didn't smarten me up. I didn't know what you were doing or how you got there. So it just popped up on my Instagram and was like, oh, this dude's out here with the bloodline for real. And I'm like, good for him. Y'all thought I was playing about to see. Now it, it it wasn't planned. It just happened. You know, it was it was quick. It was brief. Uh, cool cool dudes. Very chill. Nothing nothing more to say about it. Could you uh, get Solo Sokoa back on curveballs and chair shots? No. Okay. I mean, if he's gonna do a pod- all time all time back fumble right. He's there. gonna do. If he's gonna do a podcast. I mean, I mean, no. Nah, but uh, it, it it was cool, man. It, it, it was chill. Very 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 chill dudes. Um. Yeah, that photo has kind of gone everywhere, and you know, with with uh, with me, Juice, and 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 Uso, and then with with uh Jacob and Uso, I've kind of seen this on all these different sites and whatnot. Um, and I've gotten many random follows, and I'm like, oh wow, this. I mean, it makes the numbers look nice, but I'm just like, okay, you know, it's kind of time to move on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? You getting followed by WWE Roman fan. Twenty one seven five zero. I'm getting. You want to hear some of these names? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go here. Uh, let's see. There's. I I I I I I I I I I I I Ray. I I I I I I I I I I I I I. There's that one. Thank you, Elon, for turning Twitter into this just lovely platform. For oh, no, no, media. this is Instagram. It's not Twitter. It's Instagram. Oh, Instagram. All right. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, for turning Instagram into this beautiful social media platform. Let's see. Uh, Jose and Amari, 44356. Let's see. What Shot else. at. Okay, no, this is actually a real person. All right. I'm scrolling through. The names don't seem that ridiculous honestly but uh yeah uh there's c.xl3b05 there's that one uh no hops 11 nothing nothing too crazy i'm just shouting out all these people's instagrams go follow them if you if you want to but yeah like i haven't gotten any of like those like the like the roman fan thing that you said i haven't gotten any of those or not that i know i, I haven't really checked but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's whatever, man. Who do you four twenty? Who do you? Mates, I love that Shinsuke is getting this opportunity. Do they pull the trigger? Why not? Nah, but... I don't know if they pull the trigger, I don't but think it's gonna happen. No, I do like the the Shinsuke that they've done. I mean, we talked about it last week because it's so hard just to have a Japanese Mexican wrestler just speak in their native language and have subtitles not that hard uh robert walker philip saw the photo congrats on that uh but where does the family drama go from here any hints um stay tuned to fox to find out brother jack of all trades is it really a possibility for edge to go to aw he doesn't own the name uh how what his presentation be what song would he use uh I don't believe he's going there. The Rob Zombie one. No, he's not going there. We don't have to worry about that. Dan, what match are you most looking forward uh, to at all? And we'll talk about that once we get there. Uh, We have Instagram DMs also because, you know, he's back. Mr. X. Hall of Famer. Rest in peace to the legend that is Terry Funk. Yes, 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 yes. Indubitably. Uh, Do you think there's an actual chance that Shinsuke Nakamura will beat Seth for the world title? We just talked about that. Is it a good idea for AW to have pay-per-views so close together like this? WWE did it. 
Oh, was but WWE then, charging you 50 bucks back-to-back weeks? No, because that's why WWE's the goat at this stuff. That's why they can do that. I mean, it was just the three-year anniversary of that SummerSlam, what, yesterday? And then, and, and then what, six days from now, it's going to be the three-year anniversary of Roman Reigns as the champ? Great stuff. Great stuff. But, yeah, no, they should have some kind of bundled deal. I don't know why they're not doing that. Yeah, or, I wish they or had at some... least cut them in half. Or, so you I spend mean, fifty total, like twenty five for one, twenty five for the other, or you know two for seventy five. I I would love to just understand the the reasoning behind all this. Tony Khan's not going to talk about that because he just doesn't answer any questions, pretty much. But like you know, we've gone over. Maybe they could have done a Mac streaming thing. You could have put this on CBS or whatever, like the like you know an affiliate of Time Warner. And like put this on for the U.S. audience for free or something like that, to then have all out be paid for. Bro, what like, time? What time is this even happening? What time is this? It's happening. True time, ten o'clock West Pacific time, nine a.m. for the uh, pre-show, the zero hour, which is something you have to watch now because it has that uh, tag team title match, which presumably would factor into the main event somewhat, if not a lot. Uh, he also asks, uh, what do you think would be the best match at all in this Sunday? I don't We're going to have to wait and see. We are going to have to wait and see, brother. All right, let's get into it. Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and a returning Kevin Owens. Deafening pop. Deafening pop. Uh, but not, I mean, was Elliot's pop louder than Kevin Owens? A little bit time ago, I can't remember, but I probably would go with Kevin Owens's pop was better. Yeah, they were I mean, both of them were okay for a Canadian crowd. Canadian crowds are fantastic. They're back in a Quebec. Uh, yep. So they they oh, they good guys beat the Judgment Day. Uh, shout out KO, he's back. Um, good stuff. Cody Rhodes had a promo, uh, just roasting JD McDonough. Yeah, t- tough night for for old JD, but. Just another similar type of match of, you know, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes taking on the Judgment Day, which we've kind of seen a lot recently, which, you know, getting kind of repetitive for the TV audience. It's nothing special, but obviously for like the in-person crowd, it's fun to see. So, um, you know, Raw spinning their wheels, I would say a little bit in the main event scene, but there's some, you know, maybe not main event scene because the world title's new and stuff like that, but kind of like, you know, last match on the card on Raw is kind of getting repetitive. Uh, I mean, they're the biggest stars, so why wouldn't they be the last match on the card? Well, I'm just saying, when you do, like, the same type of tag match, just over and over and over, get it in different types of... Do you know? Do you know, Do you you not know how many times we saw six-man tags with the Shield? And they were all great. Okay, so these aren't great? Wow. I mean, they're okay. Why Dominic Mysterio? Have you ever been in a six man tag? How do you how do you know they're just okay? Well, I mean, I was in a six man. Never. That's a different story for a different podcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Rollins vows to keep the world title. Just kind of reiterating what we talked about. You know, his his fracture and his spine, and you know, Nakamura talked about you know his wife and his baby. So you know, now Seth is gonna curb stomp him to hell. Like this Seth more than you know, laughing, cackling Seth. So I don't know, I'll man. The, that. The, the the Seth Rollins that feuded with Edge. Ah, Seth Rollins. That was playing the mind games with Roman when he wore the Shield gear and came out to the Shield music at that Royal Rumble. I kind of like that. I kind of like that a lot. Anyway, Gunther takes first main roster loss. Be a count out. Uh, Chad Gable took it to him. Great belt. A great German suplex over the. Uh, over the uh, over the barricade, I was like, "Oh my goodness! Look at the way he landed." So yeah, I mean, he won. There's there's your thing. He won. That's what you wanted, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, did we not go? You know, post production meeting last you know last week. You know, when some guy the the you know the the other other guy was on the show is what we were talking about, and he asked me, "Oh, how you know how do you see this playing out?" Because I'm leading the charge right now of Chad Gable. And I've noticed over the past week or two, more people are joining on my bandwagon. There's still room, Philip, if you want to jump on. But as we said, payback still in a few weeks, I would presume we're going to get a rematch. Technically, uh, Gunther's uh, whatever record break would happen maybe a week or a few days after that. So 
still a possibility. Don't still saying do it's all happen. this work to just have it end before that makes zero sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. Now, Gunther suffering a loss like this. He can still become even more vicious. We can still do that while he's still the Intercontinental Champion. Like Chad Gable, I feel like they need to do a little bit more for him to, for him to beat him. He needs to get, I mean, he's over. Don't get me wrong, but he needs to get a little bit more over for him to beat, beat Gunther. I think we're almost in that Roman Reigns territory right now. If we're just looking at the perfect person and sometimes maybe that perfect person isn't there. Cody Rhodes might not be the perfect person, you know, a little up there in age, kind of established already, but I think he's by far the best person. I think at his current spot right now, Chad Gable, best person available. That's not very tippy top main event, you know, Sunday night Zane. doing. What did I what did I, what did I pitch to you the other week, man? Once he's done with the Miz, he can go on to fast lane. Well, you know, he's a SmackDown superstar, so he shouldn't even be on Raw because there's a brand split. Well, hey, if Michael Cole could be on both shows, why can't he? Well, mm-hmm. you know, he's not mm-hmm. a part of. He's uh, not a, uh, on the WWE uh, roster. Uh, I don't want to hear. He's a part. I don't want to hear. Hey, you know what? You know what? And there you know, is an official. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. L.A. Knight goes to Fastlane. He defeats the Ring General, and everybody's going to be saying, "Here is your new Intercontinental Champion, L.A. Knight." Yeah, yeah. See what you made me do. See what do you see what you made me do? I can't even hear you. I, I can't. I can't hear you at all. I turned you an LA night. Jesus, man. I don't know why you had to. I don't know why you made. Jesus. Oh, um, Raquel Rodriguez is going to face Rhea Ripley at Payback for the WWE Women's World Championship. Well, it's about time Rhea Ripley has a uh, title defense on a pay per view, so that's good. Hey, you leave mommy alone. Not the biggest fan of Canis LeRae just losing in a minute in a squash match. You know, it's Rhea Ripley. Like, what? I get it, but we, you know, we've talked about how deep that women's division is or lack thereof. And I'm not saying, you know, push Canis LeRae to the moon, have her main event at WrestleMania or anything like that, but she's just one of those people that doesn't get a lot of opportunities. You bring her out, she loses to Rhea Ripley in a minute, and I wouldn't be shocked if we see her in like two, three months and she's challenging Rhea Ripley for the championship. We're just going to be like, okay, who cares? She destroyed her already. Why should I believe she's going to win this time? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I am one of the few people on this planet who own a Candice LeRae pint-sized pixie t-shirt. And we know you're over with with Johnny. We know. We know. Where is Johnny? Tommaso Ciampa's Leading the brigade to find that man. Or, he was apparently, I heard he was at the Philadelphia Eagles game and WWE just ain't even showing him. He was there. You would know that. Well, if uh, if Candace is on wrestling on television, I would hope he's with their daughter. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just maybe, saying, maybe, brother. You know, maybe, maybe grandma's, me, grandma, grandpa's taking care of them. Maybe they have a sitter. I don't know. You know, what is Seth and Becky doing? Seth and Becky were always on Raw together. They're just leaving the baby alone on the bus. I don't think that's I don't think that's right. Well, you know, they're they're on TV at different times. So I'm sure one of them is with it or with their child. And, and then, boom, they go out and then they come back and swap, you know, tag, tag in, boom, hot tag. Yeah. So we should keep Seth's baby's name out of our mouth because he'll come in. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. We're we're not speaking negatively about. We're you know we're just. I mean, we're quite we're questioning their parenting abilities. I'm you're questioning. I mean, I I think we are. No, I no, don't 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 put that on me. You are. You are. That is you, not me. I'm questioning Seth's parenting abilities. Becky is a lovely mother. If we ever meet Seth, I'm I'm going to bring this up. I'm I'm going to bring this up. You still owe a receipt for the Cody Rhodes. That and, then and then I'll just hit him in the back and he'll his spine will evaporate. Seth Rollins will, he will beat you up. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll fill in for you because you keep ducking me in this wrestling match, Philip. I'm not maybe bro. come on maybe down to the dojo and get this worked in. I thought come we were supposed to do an amateur match. Wait, what 
We can hold a shooter's cup. All right. I'm the champ. Undefeated, baby. Well, just because you're zero and zero doesn't mean you're undefeated. I'm Bruno in that thing, man. There's no challenger worth facing me. There's nobody that's going to dethrone me in the shooter's cup. So if you really want to step up to the plate, if you really think you got what it takes to beat the microphone messiah, then come on. I mean, I was down to clown and then someone had a shot at their ankle. I didn't have to. It happened. It's part of it's part of my journey. It's gonna be in my dock that they gonna put on peacock. Your dock on the cock? No. My documentary on NBC Universal Peacock, baby. Let's talk about all in now. Let's let's get to the predictions. Okay. So you know, the bullet cast championship is on the line. The champion's not here. But, you know, the title's on the line, you know. When are you cashing in, man? Do we know? Do you have a hint? Do you, do you... Mm, you know, maybe. Used to be the Japanese guy. Maybe I'll uh, peruse some some Japanese cards or maybe an indie show here. There maybe, maybe, you know. Let's see. I'll guarantee before Royal Rumble. Okay. I'll use it. You got uh, September, October, November. You got like four months. Right? I got a little bit of time. 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 Ozzy Open defend the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles against MJF and Adam Cole. I'm going. Uh, I don't see. Would they really do it? Would they really do this? I mean, I wouldn't put it past Tony Khan. What is this? Having MJF and Adam Cole be the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Because, I mean, like, MJF's whole thing is, like, you know, like, if, like he feels like Ring of Honor's beneath him. You know what I'm saying? So I very I very much enjoyed what they did uh, yesterday on Dynamite building up this match because there was no kooky off-site shenanigans like there usually is. They try to clean up Adam Cole teasing a turn on MJF last week and they, they're all but telling you Adam Cole is turning heel on MJF. Now, is that happening on the pre-show or is that happening in the main event? I don't know. Now, is it... Do they win the titles and then he turns? Do they not win the titles and he turns? I think they win the tag titles. We're going to get Adam Cole turn regardless. Maybe in the match itself like or in the singles match in the main event but i think we're gonna have some sort of thing where they are the type they're the champions together they have the match cole turns they hate each other but yet they're still tag team champions okay 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 okay. Mm. and i could also see them telling a story of adam cole not really wrestling this match much and it's mostly mjf uh, I'll go Aussie Open just to be different. What a guy. I know, right? What a guy. Jack Perry versus Hook for the FTW title. I'm going Jack Perry. I'll go with Hook. Um, they Well, on the thing, it doesn't say like FTW rules, but... No, it doesn't. It does not. I mean, they, they spoiler alert, they booked this on collision, so we'll see exactly what happened, but... Me, right. I'll just put. A, I'll just have Hook win. I would. I mean, I like the idea of just the FTW title being retired, so it's a one less championship on AEW TV. But it's. I, like, how- I mean, it's like if like Zack Ryder were like, it's like if the internet title were actually a thing back in WWE. That's basically what this is. It's like a million dollar title. Like it's you know it's a thing that's happening, but you know. What I'm I saying? mean, I, I I make it more the million dollar title just because it has more. TV cachet and history behind it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's but, that's what that is. But and that's the other thing is like, how far can they go with it? Like, are they going to trot out? Is Jerry Lynn going to come out of retirement to have a match? Is Tommy mm-hmm. Dreamer wrestling? I like, are they going to go down the ECW path? That I don't think we need that in the year of over twenty. Too many companies have gone down the ECW path. We don't. I mean, TNA has ran that thing into the ground with ECW reunions and ECW storylines. We yeah, do not need AEW doing that. TNA ruined. It's their fault. Um, it's all F- their fault. FTR. Dax- That's Vince's fault. 
FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash the Glock Wheeler defend the AW Tag Titles against the Young Bucks. Uh, do, we, do we go so, Matt and Nick Jackson? So I think a lot of people are just presuming the Young Bucks win this match because of the Cash Wheeler incident. I'm going to go FTR. But I'm going to go FTR as well. Like the, like I like the Young Bucks. They get it done in the ring, but just everything else is kind of just a cluster. And FTR is doing like really good work on on, on Collision and you know the rare times around Dynamite. So I get it. Maybe you use this as discipline or you know consequences for actions. But I say you keep an FTR. There are no consequences for actions in AEW. Exactly. Um, do whatever you want. Akara Rashida in a fatal four-way defends the AW Women's World title against Tony Storm, Soraya, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Britt Baker was in the original Women's four-way at All In, so it's nice to see her back. I'm going to go Soraya. You know, it's London and all that other stuff. It is London. And probably best idea for Soraya to be hidden in a, a fatal four-way match at this point of her career. Um... I do like Sheeta. You know, she's not utilized all that often in the past, and I appreciate she's champion now. But give me Dr. Britt Baker DMD for the win. New champion. Possibly teasing what maybe, you know, aligns with somebody uh, later on in the show. All right, Darby Allen and Sting versus Swerve Strickland. Christian Cage in a coffin match. I mean, Christian Cage had the opportunity of desecrating some wrestler's dead father, he jumped all over that opportunity. He was like, I heard you had a father and he's dead. Oh. And the widow's in the front row. I mean, just surprised Christian Cage really able to keep himself together. Right, I'm going dead. Darby and Sting. Agree. Uh, Darby and Sting for the win. Allegedly, there's something where AR Fox can't make it out to London, so that's why they had to like make this last-minute thing. And also, I don't think Edge is showing up. No. Just put no, it out there. He's not. No. Well, I mean, before this happened, before Dynamite, you know, the Edge stuff was going on. It's like, oh, maybe Christian cuts a promo and just heals on the crowd. And then Edge comes out and they do something together. But now that Edge is a, or Christian's in a match, I don't think that's going to happen. What? Oh, Definitely not going to happen. There are too many matches. On Save for all out. There are too many matches on this damn show. Uh, the Golden Elite go up against Bullet Club Gold. I'm going Golden Elite. Yeah, I agree. Um, that there kind two of a, matches, yeah. Well, that too, kind of. But there, it's kind of a weird build of like, you know, Kenny Omega, Don Callis, like, isn't really a thing right now. It's it's mainly Don Callis and Chris Jericho at this point. And you thought, you know, heading into and coming out of Blood and Guts, Kenny Omega and Takeshita would have been like a solid singles match to have at All In. And yet, no, there's a, just a lot of tag team matches and we're going to, you know, we're going through it right now. This almost kind of seems like a new Japan card of like, there's a few singles matches on top and whether you or not, you believe those are adequate enough is a fair critique, but everything else is kind of filled out with uh, tag team matches and multi-person matches. Yeah. Yeah. So we're both going golden elite. Yes, sir. There's a stadium stamp. Oh, Jesus. I mean, this was booked last week, Philip, and then Ray Phoenix can't get out of the country because he's trying to become a legal citizen, and it's a whole thing. So then he got crowbarred, and now it's a seven, six man tag. It's a five, it's a ten man tag, and all right. So Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, and the best friends, along with Penta El Zero Miedo, go up against the Blackpool Combat Club. Give it to the Blackpool Combat Club. BCC baby. With Santana and Ortiz. Oh, 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 oh. Nicey Phillips been uh, keeping up on the AEW train. Um, After last I, week, that stuff was terrible. So I, 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 I haven't. Yeah. I will go. I agree. I'll go with the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, I, I'm kind of worried on how they're going to shoot this because I would presume they're going to do some pre-tapes, some live stuff, and eight an AEW production in a stadium with eighty-five, maybe ninety thousand people in a venue trying to track 10 people around. I I don't know how they're going to do that, but, but Godspeed. But I will give it to the Blackpool Combat Club. 
All right. Um, Will Ospreay with Don Callis versus Le Champion, Chris Jericho, the Ocho, the Wizard. I'm a wizard, baby. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go Chris Jericho. And I will go with Will Ospreay. Maybe we see the turn of uh, Sammy Guevara on uh, Chris Jericho. He joins up with Don Callis. But even if that doesn't happen, I think you do have Will Ospreay win this match. I really did enjoy the the promo Will cut yesterday. Looking like a proper Jody Wanka. Just saying bruv like every other word. And you know, talking about how much this match means to him. So... You know, in the story, he's kind of like a hired gun, but I think that's what he should be in this in this match. And just just have Will Ospreay win, and Chris Jericho will be perfectly fine after this. He's gonna sing. He's gonna do his his band is playing at Wembley Stadium. I think that's enough for him. Um, the Real World's Championship: CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. I got CM Punk. Agreed, CM Punk for the uh, for the win. Um, should be interesting, you know. These guys running it back at Wembley Stadium. Their uh, first match on Collision was okay. I do worry that they might get a little too ambitious with it, but uh, the crowd reaction should be very interesting. How 85,000 British people react to CM Punk. Yes, that should be funny. All right, Trio's tag action for the titles. House of Black versus The Acclaimed with Daddy Ass. I'm going The Acclaimed. Uh, it's not Daddy Ass. It's badass Billy Gunn. I'm okay. I'm going the acclaimed and badass Billy Gunn. Agreed. I'll go with the uh, the acclaim and Billy Gunn for the win. New tag team champions. I have a lot of tag. I have a lot of championship title changes on here, but I'm running with it. Uh, hopefully, that means maybe House Black not break up per se, but they can kind of go and do their own thing, not as a full trio. So. Give the the acclaimed some gold and Billy Gun Daddy ass. I don't know, like, was he ever like badass in AEW? I no, no. He, he was just like Billy Gun, pretty much. He, he was Daddy ass, you know. He'll always be Daddy ass. But you know, he said he's going to get you know, ser- quote unquote, you know, serious, but badass. Billy Gunn isn't serious. I guess badass Billy Gunn is serious, not Mr. Ass. So. The one Billy Gunn, King of the Ring winner? Huh? Uh-huh. All right, lastly, does the AW world title. Maxwell Jacob Friedman defends against Adam Cole, baby. I got MJF for the retention. And I got Adam Cole turned on MJF, becoming the new AEW world heavyweight champion. And then we run it back. This is like this is the other thing of just what makes all out and all in so complicated of just back to back of how do you how do you book it? Because presumably why didn't, why didn't he just do all out in Wembley Stadium? I don't know. I mean or you move all out or you can move that? all out later in the month or yeah, just but this is what Tony Khan likes to do. He likes to always have Memorial Day weekend in Vegas, Labor Day week in Chicago. I would like them to maybe move it around because like, especially like for Vegas, like as someone who went to a show two years ago, didn't go to this year's show. It is expensive to go to Las Vegas on Memorial Day. And I would presume it's probably the same thing for Chicago. Try to travel to Chicago on Labor Day gets kind of expensive if you're trying to tap into that hardest of hardcore fans. Like move it around to late September, middle it's September. Philly. Or he moved to Philly. I don't it, know, but markets, man. I'm going with Adam Cole for the win. And going back to the email, those questions of, you know, favorite match, best match. I will say the most the match I'm looking forward to the most would be this Adam Cole MJF thing. It should be like a really good technical match, but also just I think the story as I've had my qualms with it. But I think they've built, as I said, I think they built it up pretty good on Wednesday to get me intrigued. And they're leaning so far in the Adam Cole turn direction that maybe they swerve you or maybe they do something else. But 
I think they're they're telling a good story and with the logical ending of Adam Cole turning best match if everyone's healthy. And or uh, Young Bucks FTR. I'm saying that's gonna be the best match. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us here on the Bullet Cast this week. Thank you guys very much. Um, so this is Sunday. You you free Sunday? What do you what do you do? Well, because this is at ten o'clock in the morning, I got hey, Los Padres at the same exact Padres. time, so I don't exactly know. Well, I will watch it on Sunday. Monday, so maybe Mo- you, you free maybe, you free Monday recap. Yeah, Monday? you know if we're gonna do planning, I'd rather it be Sunday night than Monday. But you know, I mean, we'll figure it out. If I, we'll we'll figure it out. There will be a recap of AEW all in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we come back uh, with a regular episode of the BC. Thank you guys so much. As always, be safe and stay dangerous. Uh, yes, sir. Forever! Forever! Forever!